from WNIJ Studios on the campus of Northern Illinois University. This is Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Thanks for joining me. Seasonal Menswear is our featured group for tonight. These guys have been around the music scene for over a decade and have logged countless shows at regional venues and DIY spaces alike. The band is made up of Jake Joyce on lead vocals and bass guitar, Connor McNerney on guitar and vocals, Tim Berensmeyer on guitar, and Mike Finnegan on drums. Sadly, for seasonal menswear fans, they no longer play together as a group, but we were lucky enough to get these guys to stop by Studio A for a performance before they played their last show. We'll talk with the band this hour about their changing lineups, their recordings, and all that youthful angst behind their music. I'm Carl Nelson. It's Seasonal Menswear this hour on Sessions from Studio A. Stay tuned. Welcome to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. We are featuring the music of Seasonal Menswear this hour. They are a band from the suburbs. They've spent quite a bit of time playing shows here in DeKalb and the surrounding region as well. And they have a number of recordings out. Unfortunately, they no longer play together as a group. But we were lucky enough to get them to stop in Studio A before they did their last show as a group. And we'll get to hear that performance tonight. We'll also hear some music from their albums. That's coming up this hour. We're going to start things off with some music. This is Seasonal Menswear performing theme song for a quarter-life crisis right here on Sessions from Studio A.
seasonal menswear performing theme song for a quarter-life crisis here on Sessions from Studio A. Let's have seasonal menswear introduce themselves. I am Jake Joyce. I play bass and I am lead vocals. And I am Connor McNerney. I play guitar and backup vocals. I'm Mike Finnegan. I play drums. My name is Tim Berensmeyer. I play guitar and occasional backup vocals. <laughs> So I want to talk a little bit about that song we just heard you play, but first let's get some basics out of the way. Let's let's find out about uh, seasonal menswear for folks who aren't already familiar with you guys. Uh, tell us, where are you guys based? Rolling Meadows, which is about a little over an hour away, but Tim and Mike both live out here. But it's just easier to say Rolling Meadows because that's where I'm from and I have an ego. And everything's about me, so. (laughs) All right, well, it's good to get that out of the way right up front. Uh, So give us kind of a brief rundown of the history of seasonal menswear. It was me on acoustic guitar messing around, making silly songs over 10 years ago. And it's a long history. So to make a long story short, over the past 12 years, we've gone through a lot of different members, a lot of different sounds, a lot of different visions. (laughs) Uh, but this current lineup is the longest one we've had ever. And I think it's the most solid. And, uh, Connor and I have been best friends since we were like 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met Tim, uh, cause we were somehow dorm mates coincidentally here at Stevenson room 469. And then Mike, of course, is a staple of the DeKalb scene. <laughs> and he was, he, his free agency came up in 2013 <laughs> <laughs> And we traded some first-round draft picks for him. <laughs> that's right about. That's about it. We practice out here. I don't know. So we pretty much we're we probably are more based in DeKalb than Rolling Meadows, yeah. but just because I like the way it sounds, and I've got a lot of me and Connor have a lot of civic pride that started off ironically and has evolved into an unironic mess, an embarrassing unironic mess. So we, but we're out here pretty frequently. So, Mike, you've also played in other bands in the DeKalb music scene here. Uh, what's it like playing with seasonal menswear? Uh, it's been fun. I don't know. These guys definitely stay busy, busier than most bands I've played in, like as far as shows go, radio shows, recordings, <laughs> not a lot of stuff. I don't know. But, yeah, it's been fun. I don't know, easy to catch up with, fun guys. Um, you've known um, these guys for a while. Yeah, I knew them for a Yeah, I mean, I, I saw, them, saw them play, you know, Tons of shows around town. Always had fun at their shows. Loved them. You know, like I said, just great guys. Great dudes. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I mean, really, yeah, it's just like, you know, I, I I respected what they were doing with, you know, like I saw them go from like Jake doing his acoustic stuff at like Poetry Night to, you know, when they started actually playing as like a full live band. And I don't know, not to put down their past drummer, but I always just wish I could have, you know. And then he had the opportunity. Got in there and actually, like, made it, yeah. I but, I mean, it's been three years, so, like, Mike is this band now. I wouldn't even, like, consider him a new member. He is the member. He is uh, the member. Uh, <laughs> Gold standard. <laughs> All right, so coming back around to the music, we just heard you play theme song for A Quarter Life Crisis. You want to tell us about that song? So... That was, I was, I lived out here a couple of years after I had graduated and around the time of 24 and 25, I started feeling, it was that, I think as a, an artist or a, even like, especially in a musician, I think sometimes the older you get, the more of a failure you feel like, because musicians are relatively young when they break through. Like you see bands, like, I don't know, I can't even give an example, Twin Peaks from like Chicago and all those bands were super young people. And they achieved all this greatness. And here I was at the age of 24, 25, living in DeKalb. I managed the Grotto over on Lincoln Highway. So I was the manager of an adult shop, which is which is a honorable position. But I was just kind of doing nothing. And that was back when we weren't really doing much with this band. So I felt like I was kind of letting life pass me by. And then I was getting older. And I went through a quarter-life crisis. And I didn't know it was a real thing. I thought it was just... I, I first heard the, 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 the label used in a piebald song. I thought they had created it, and then I, around that time, I'm like, oh, this is a real thing. So uh, this is just about getting older um, and how it's okay because, you know, it, it becomes more fun if you think about it. That was kind of where I came out of the crisis where I'm like, oh, okay, well, I have a job. I support myself. 
I can do what I want to do. I can go out late. <laughs> There's no parents around to tell me what I can do. Living the dream. Eat candy until I throw up. Drink, drink beer. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's hear another song here. The next one you're going to do is Conversations in the Kitchen. Can you tell us about this one? So I went through a rough period of time. Uh, I, my dad died, and uh, I was stuck again. I was stuck out here. Uh, I moved home and lived with my aunt and uncle for a while, and it was probably still part of the whole theme of the quarterback crisis, but I was at home and I was in a really rough place. Uh, this song's about nostalgia. Uh, people sometimes see nostalgia as a cheap way to make yourself feel better, or people get stuck in nostalgia like I do. It's a, it's a virus to me. I'm horribly nostalgic, but it's gotten me through a lot of times where I realize, okay, this, is, this was good then. Why will it not be good in the future? And we called the conversations in the kitchen because I think... Every party we'd ever had, it would always end up being like me, Connor, and Tim. Mike wasn't around, unfortunately, around this time. But it would be like us three and someone else in a kitchen drinking beer and talking about what had happened like the previous year. And it kept every year. It would be, remember the one time we did this? And then the next year, we remember we did this? And it would refer- reference something that happened the previous year. So that's why it's called Conversations in the Kitchen. It's just about nostalgia. Being a gateway drug to, <laughs> to sentimentalism. Sounds painful. Uh, Let's hear the song. This is seasonal menswear performing conversations in the kitchen right here on Sessions from Studio A. That's Seasonal Menswear performing Conversations in the Kitchen here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. You can see behind-the-scenes video from Seasonal Menswear's performance in Studio A. That's at our website, wnij.org. And while you're there, browse the archives. Plenty of other great regional artists there. You may find your next favorite artist in the Sessions from Studio A archive. That's all at our website, wnij.org. More music to come this hour when our session with seasonal menswear continues here on Sessions from Studio A. 
Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. We are featuring the music of Seasonal Menswear on the show this hour. They are a band from the suburbs of Chicago. They have an extensive history here in the DeKalb music scene and the surrounding area. And they've been performing some songs for us. We're going to get to some more music here in just a moment, but you mentioned, Jake, that this band has been around for over a decade. Tell us about some of the musical beginnings of this band. All right. So initially, I was really into power violence. I still am. Power violence and grindcore and slappy music. So initially, this band was supposed to be an acoustic power violence band, (laughs) and I didn't really know what I was doing. It kind of changed pretty quickly, and we became pretty novelty after a while when because it, it was just me for a long time but connor would play so at one point it was my brother playing acoustic guitar with me connor would play pots and pans we'd have like two backup vocalists who would also play random furniture items <laughs> and that was the show for it was super goofy and i mean that's kind of we still don't take ourselves very seriously but that was like the epitome of just not taking ourselves there was no integrity it was uh just us being goofs and then when I came out here, it was I had seen what was going on, and I'd always wanted to make it into a full band. And there was a great scene going on in DeKalb around 2009 and 2010. Uh, and so we enlisted Tim, and we had our friend other. There was another Mike in our band. He played bass, and then we had a rotating cast of drummers, and that also was also very goofy. We had some of we had three guitars. We had one acoustic guitar. It was very silly. We used to make uh, Jay, who used to do sound over at Auto, was pretty upset because he had to mic every single one of our guitars. <laughs> um, uh, and then, so we got rid of the three guitars and came back down to two and got rid of the acoustic guitar. And then we had a new drummer come in named Spencer who plays in Nobelium 102, who's a big decal band. And uh, then we got, we changed again and we got a little less serious because we became super serious. And then we decided to be less serious because being super serious is not fun. That wasn't for us. <laughs> <laughs> so then we became less serious. And then we have uh, we have Mike in the mix. And now we kind of just... I think we sound the best we've ever sounded, too, which is kind of ironic that we take ourselves super unserious. It's more relaxed. Yeah, it's probably true, yeah. All right. Well, tell us about uh, the next song that you're going to play for us, Tiger Mask 2. Uh, Tiger Mask 2 was the alter ego of... Uh, Japanese wrestler named Mitsuharu Masawa, and he went by that name a little later in his career. He was really important in the Japanese wrestling movement and brought it to mainstream attention uh, in the 90s when wrestling in America was kind of faltering because that was back when they had clowns wrestling, silly gimmicks in America were happening, and he brought it to prominence, and he died in a wrestling match in 2009 in the ring. And uh, so that was our tribute to him. Because at one point, I wanted to have a lot of our songs be wrestling-based. Because I'm a huge pro wrestling fan, and I make these guys suffer through it. <laughs> and uh, that didn't. That kind of faltered off. Because I think at one point, I'm like, all right, how many more songs can I do about this? It's just going to start to sound like I'm like reading their Wikipedia page off as, like, <laughs> as I'm writing lyrics. So that gimmick kind of died, but we have that song. He's an important dude. I thought it would be kind of fun to write about him. All right, well, let's hear it. This is Seasonal Menswear performing Tiger Mask 2 here on Sessions from Studio A. Stupid up the younger ones 
Seasonal menswear with Tiger Mask 2 here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Let's talk about recordings you guys have done because you've got several out. Tell us what you have going on. With this lineup, we just have the one EP right now because we're super slow. And we have a couple, we have, we have some songs and some compilations that have been put out through record labels. But I mean, all together, there's probably been like seven. But a lot of it's garbage, so <laughs> it's probably like half and half is, is decent. You want to look it up. Uh, but with this lineup, we we have an so the hour long practice or the the drive to practice puts a kind of a big dent in our creativity. We can't really get together as often as we'd like to. So we've I've had music for an, another EP on the back burner like for the past two years, almost even probably four, almost four years. But we'll get to it eventually. We're gonna do. We do tapes because we're uh, we're ironic hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like tapes, but we do tapes now. So we had a tape. It's our last CP. So we'll be, we'll be doing a new tape, hopefully, fairly shortly here. Putting albums out on tape. I mean, you've got to really want to listen to it to listen to an album on tape. You got to track down a tape player. That works. They'll start making them again. So I'm sure Urban Outfitters will start selling yeah. tape players. Very sure, like for a hundred dollars. Crosley tape. Players. Yeah, because there's gonna be Crosley tape players, and they're gonna like warp the tape. They're gonna like, they're gonna pull the tape out. Bad. It's gonna get jammed. Uh, so tell us about the next song that you're gonna do for us, "The Wine of Youth." So I wrote this when I was. This is one of our older songs. This is like I used to do this song acoustic back in the day. So I might. I'm almost thinking we should retire this song soon because uh, we no longer advocate the uh, letting yourself go until you're a mess because that's something that I've done recently over the past four years is where I didn't work out. I just ate a lot of food. I gained a lot of weight. But when I first wrote this song, I was relatively skinny and I was gaining weight for the first time. I had graduated high school. I didn't have gym class. I was not active. Drank a lot of beer. And I had a little punch going on. So to make myself feel better, I wrote a song about... How it's okay if you get old and get fat because everyone else does. And now that I'm older and fatter, <laughs> I realize that not everyone else lets themselves get older and fatter. <laughs> so we've actually, we've been getting pretty active. We decided it's time. So that might be a song that, we brought it back on because we needed to have more. We haven't played it in a long time actually, but that might be a song we retire very shortly here. Because I don't want to advocate unhealthy life choices anymore. <laughs> Because it was like a weird, like I was like lying to myself. Oh, okay, it's okay. When we get old, you get fat. Who cares? That's not really a good mindset to have. I don't think about fitness in your late twenties. All right, well, let's hear it. This is seasonal menswear performing the wine of youth here on sessions from Studio A.
Seasonal menswear performing the wine of youth here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Now, uh, guys, the next song you're going to do is somewhat related. This one's called uh, Salad or a Savior. Can you tell us about this one? It's about eating food. We uh, did a, <laughs> which is really ironic, or a coincidence. <laughs> Uh, we can no longer advocate. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, we can advocate egg salad. We did. Uh, we uh, Connor and I run a record label called Brown Bear Records, and we do compilations. And we did a compilation about diner food, which was something we've been wanting to do for a long time, where everyone picked a food and sang about it. And I just sang it, but we I, I had stuff. I liked egg salad a lot, so we did eggs. I knew no one else was going to pick it, so we figured, okay, we'll just. So there's really no, this is about eating egg salad. There's really no thought behind it. <laughs> At all. But it's one of my favorite songs to play. Maybe I should have put more thought into what that song was going to be about. <laughs> that was a lot of wind up for All right, well, let's hear it. This is Seasonal Menswear performing A Salad or a Savior here on Sessions from Studio A.
That's seasonal menswear performing a salad or a savior here on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. You can see behind-the-scenes video from Seasonal Menswear's performance in Studio A at our website. That's WNIJ.org. Make sure you browse the archives while you're there. Plenty of other great regional artists, maybe even your next favorite artist, in the Sessions from Studio A archives. Again, that's all at WNIJ.org. More music to come this hour when our session with Seasonal Menswear continues here on Sessions from Studio A. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host, and we are featuring the music of Seasonal Menswear this hour. They've been performing some songs for us. We've got a few more tunes to get to this hour, and the next one that we're going to hear is called Higher Learning, Stomach Churning. Guys, tell us about this one. So, this song is relatively new, but I actually wrote it while I was going to school at NIU. And it was about how I was struggling because I was an English ma- English major, uh, and uh, there was a point where I was I had to finish like three or four novels at one time, at any given time, and it was I had to you know write multiple page essays, and I was like, oh, this is so stressful. How could I ever go to grad school? I'm just not going to go to grad school. <laughs> so this is about that, and make it again. It's just me lying to myself, like, oh, don't worry, you don't have to do it. Who cares, dude? But I look back in and out, I'm kind of like, I kind of want to go to grad school now, you know? So maybe maybe uh, I'm maturing as a person. But it's about going to, but not wanting to go to grad school because you're so stressed out from regular, what is it, four-year, what is it called? Just university? What is it, like the, the bachelor? Like BA? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's about it for that one. All right, let's hear it. This is Seasonal Menswear performing Higher Learning, Stomach Churning here on Sessions from Studio A. Seasonal menswear performing higher learning, stomach churning here on Sessions from Studio A. Now, guys, I want to ask you something a little more broad, but you guys have been in this kind of regional music scene for a while now. What do you think 
makes this region, the scene here, what makes it so special? So I think people are more willing to meet new people and invite newer bands around, whereas I think Chicago is very close-ended. You really have to know the right people. And thankfully, we know enough people in Chicago where we get invited back pretty frequently. But I'd be lying if I said that there wasn't a cool Chicago club, that you there was the cool Chicago club that we're not a part of, but who cares because we're our own club. We are the club. <laughs> um, but out here, it, it seems everyone's pretty open. If you're a band and you express, hey, I want to, can I get on a show? You're probably going to get put on that show. There's no, well, let me think about it. People are pretty honest. Mm-hmm. People are very open, tolerant, unless you're a jerk and you break things and then they'll run you out of town. But it's pretty warranted if you're run out of town typically. One big thing for me for like uh, other bands that I've been in, in the past, you know, not knowing about the DeKalb area coming out here, just the the accessibility to being able to play shows I think is really awesome. Like you don't need to, you know, really have like some kind of formal music recordings or anything like that. It's really easy to kind of just meet people. There's, you know, people are putting on shows. They're willing to have you go out there and play and, you know, with your friends. So it's it's nice as, you know, especially if you're first kind of starting out to kind of get a foothold playing shows and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a very open community. I don't know. Especially not like, you know, you go to shows and like, just like, you know, how I joined these guys, probably you and, you know, Tim and Connor joined this band the same way. Like, you meet other bands at other parties or like you meet other musicians, especially being in a college town. Like, you know, there's this this great music school here. Lots of great jazz kids have come into the space and, you know, thrown their drums or guitar into, you know, little jams here and there with random people that they otherwise would have never met but they met you know go to a show or a metal show it's it's this weird collaboration like everybody regardless of what genre of music you like or you know what you're into people just go to i mean maybe it's just our limit of you know we've got three venues in the town you don't really have the choice but what's the third one now well you know there used to be autos (laughs) yeah back when it was the house autos and the space i mean as far as like local or diy stuff but, you know, everybody would go to whatever show was going on in town. It was, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's always been consistent with that, but it's kind of nice. It's very just like a close-knit family. I don't know. But very accepting. Open family. To, yeah, an open family. Literally, like any, yeah, I mean, every year, you know, every time, you know, a fresh, fresh group of kids comes to this town and finds out about the space or the house and... You know, you get a new batch of bands. It's really yeah. cool. It's it's pretty exciting. You know, at least every spring, you're bound to get another band <laughs> or two. And it's like, I don't know, it's cool. You know, you get like a, a change of change of sound. And sometimes yeah, like right. one band really sticks and, you know, changes the whole scene for like the Stockyards a couple years ago. Like basically like brought punk back around here. It was pretty crazy. I don't know. Just that one band can spark that whole scene again. <laughs> and we killed it. Yeah. (laughs) all right fair enough uh so we've got two more songs that we want to get to here the next one that you guys are going to perform for us is called ice climbers can you tell us about this one (laughs) this one sounds like there's not a lot of thought behind it but there is and and like it makes me nervous because i don't think people recognize or realize that there's thought behind it because it's just so silly and I, this is something I almost think that we should retire this song soon because the word Eskimo can be offensive to certain people. This song is about uh, how the, when you grow up, you don't receive a lot of education about different cultures unless they uh, impact you on an everyday basis. And this is pretty much just from the perspective of what, who I was when I was 19 or 20 and literally did not know anything about Inuit people. And all of the lyrics are just assumptions where I'm like, okay, well, this is what they do from what I've, the, the small things that I've learned. And I don't know much still to this day. I probably should <laughs> educate myself, but it's pretty much just a song about ignorance, I guess, in a really weird way, because it doesn't sound like it. It sounds like just some stupid song. There's not a lot of thought behind it again. That's a, that's a re- reoccurring theme. Not a lot of thought behind my songs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well... Uh... I guess the audience can decide for themselves on that. Uh, Let's hear this next one. This is Seasonal Menswear performing Ice Climbers here on Sessions from Studio A.
seasonal menswear performing ice climbers here on Sessions from Studio A. One last question for you guys. Uh, I've always wondered this myself. Uh, what's uh, the story behind the band name, Seasonal Menswear? So when I was 17, uh, when I was recording that acoustic garbage, I had The Simpsons on, and I was trying to think of a band name, and uh, they had said it was the episode when they get snowed in. It was like one of the newer ones, or I guess it's not new now. That's an old episode now, which is weird. But it's like one of the – anything after like 2001 is newer to me in The Simpsons realm. <laughs> Uh, but it was that one. They get snowed in, and uh, on the radio they said uh, half off menswear, half off seasonal wear at Springfield Menswear or something like that. And I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fine name. <laughs> we used to have our old buddy Mike, who I love dearly. Uh, other Mike, our old bass player Mike, who I, cause I used to just sing. I didn't play bass at the same time. He used to go around telling people, oh, yeah, our, our name's a Simpsons reference. I'm like, don't tell people that because it's literally not a reference. It wasn't even like a good joke in the episode. It was just, it's just something I heard. And it was a good place marker. <laughs> I wish I had a better story about it. All right. Well, we uh, thought we'd close out the hour with a tune that's maybe a little more mellow than what we've heard so far. This is an acoustic track off of an album they did, Greetings from DeKalb, featuring the band Baby Goat. This is Seasonal Menswear with Sleepless Till Seattle, here on Sessions from Studio A.
traditional menswear with Sleepless Till Seattle from their Greetings from DeKalb album. I'm Carl Nelson. You can find a link to the music of seasonal menswear at our website. That's at WNIJ.org. Make sure you check out some of the -the behind-the-scenes video from their performance as well. And browse the archives. Plenty of other great regional artists there. It's all at our website, WNIJ.org. Sessions from Studio A was produced and hosted by yours truly. I'm Carl Nelson. Thanks for joining me. Keep up with what's going on in Studio A by following us on Instagram. You'll find us at Sessions WNIJ. And, of course, we are always looking for the next artist to feature on the show. Send those submissions or suggestions to sessions at niu.edu. Until next time, this is Sessions from Studio A. Thanks for listening.